Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. All right, kicking off Tony's Take Podcast, episode three. Episode three. I'm Carter. Sean. Uh, Tony. Andy. <laughs> and let's jump right into sports, guys. What do we got? Well, <clears throat> last night, the Ducks and Predators played game six in Nashville. Ducks were down 3-2 right. in the series. And uh, unfortunately for the Ducks... Uh, their backup goalie had to start, and oh, he played like a backup goalie. Yes, I think he did. a minute and a half into the game, Nashville scored. Less than 10 minutes later, they scored again to go up 2-0. Ducks came out in the second period the way I thought they had to come out, which was fighting for their lives, and they looked good, and they scored. Went into the third down 2-1. They were still looking good in the third, and then Nashville scored just a soft, soft goal. It looked like Bernier didn't even know what he was doing. There was The puck was out in front of the net, and instead of just trying to jump on it and just grab it and kill the play. He tried poking it away with his stick. That didn't succeed, and the Nashville guy just hit it again and scored, went up 3-1. And after that, I thought the Ducks could have easily folded, and they actually came back and scored two goals in the next few minutes and tied it up, and then they went on a power play. And then right as the power play was ending, Nashville went on a break, ended up scoring a goal on a nice little two-on, or like a nice little dish pass, whatever. Went up 4-3, and then Ducks pulled the goalie with... About three minutes, two and a half, three minutes left, and Nashville ends up scoring two empty netters. So the game actually looked more lopsided than it actually was. But I mean, in all honesty, the Nashville just, they're fa- they were faster than the Ducks. They were out muscling the Ducks, and they were just, just, they just outplayed the Ducks. And I mean, to be honest, the way the Ducks played throughout the whole playoffs, it they really did look like they got a little lucky a lot, oh, skated by. A lot, a lot. So I mean, the fact that they actually came two wins shy of going to the Stanley Cup actually was very impressive for them this year just because it seemed like they could have been eliminated against Edmonton or whatever. They, you know, they just didn't, they also weren't healthy, but I mean, that's no excuse. I think even if they were healthy with having Eves and then Raquel the last couple games and then Gibson the last game and a half, I don't know how much of a difference that would have made. I mean, Nashville was just, they just had one of those teams where it's not just, they don't depend on one person. You know, they've got one night anyone can step up and last night, they had another player step up who had the two goals and, you know, they're just a complete team and they're going to be tough to beat in the Stanley Cup, whether it's Ottawa or Pittsburgh. Yeah, and uh, you said Nashville was just controlling the whole game. I think that was the whole series. And yeah, that's absolutely. that's why I think Andy and I both uh, predicted that outcome if, if they did win game five. Um, they come back home, they're in that atmosphere, they get jacked up and all of a sudden they're facing up a backup goalie. Like they yeah, can, they can ask for a better situation. Had I known Bernier was gonna play the last five periods of that series, I mean, I would have said they definitely had no chance because Bernier is just, if I'm not mistaken, it was his first career playoff start yesterday, and we're talking Game Six on the road, and what they say is one of, if not the loudest stadium in the playoffs. You know, those fans really go for it, and they go at it, and they're pumped up, and Bernier just he looked lost yesterday. He really did. I yeah, mean, there was, cut out for him. Yeah, sure. he did, but I mean, so did Rene. I mean, they showed it in the third period, I believe, and I I, I think in the third period, at one point the Ducks were out shoot had 34 shots on goal, and Nashville had 12. So, so 12 of their – Bernie had only saved 9 out of 12 at one point in that game. Wow. You know, and it's just yeah. – so they Nashville had scored three goals on 12 shots, while Ducks had only at the time scored two or three on 34. You know, it was – the difference in goaltending was – 
between Bernier and Rene isn't even close. Yeah, I mean, Rene is one of the best in the league. Absolutely. He's a top three. He's probably a top three goalie, I'd yeah. say, in the entire league. I mean, and I think right now we were just, Buddy and I were talking last night that Rene's, uh, assuming they go on to win it, he's going to win MVP of the playoffs. He should. There's going to be no doubt in my mind about that. Playing out I mean, of his mind right now. He is. I mean, and he's gone against tough teams. I mean, the Blackhawks. He, he, they eliminated the one seed, the two seed, and they took out the Blues also. I mean, they've just been... They've worked hard. They deserve to be here. Yeah, they were that, the eighth that's seed. It, that's what it takes to to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. Uh, a de- a deep team uh, and a goalie that's playing the best hockey in the playoffs. And another thing I believe in too with a team like Nashville is they were the eight seed, so they they didn't know they were going to make. I don't think they clinched the playoffs until like one of the last couple games of the season. So they had to fight and fight and fight like it was do or die for basically the last you know month or so of the season. While you get a lot of these other teams that were like okay. Sure, we want to get a better seed, but hey, we're already in the playoffs. They're kind of already in playoff mode while this team's fighting. So when the playoffs start, this team's already in basically playoff mode in their heads while these other teams are kind of were in cruise control. And you, you see that a lot. I mean, the, the Kings a few years back when they won it as an eight seed, and now you've got Nashville as an eight seed. And I know, I think it was, I don't know, they've, I know other eight seeds have gotten here that before won it. And it's just, I believe that a lot in a lot of sports as the team that has to claw their way into the playoffs. They're just more hungry, and it shows. Basketball. Well, basketball is a, a <laughs> horrible sport for the pros, considering that we're going to go three years in a row with the same matchup. Well, My buddy, well, actually, no, I'm gonna, you brought it up, so I'm going to say that. Uh, okay, well, no, it's on topic. A buddy of mine brought up today that it was heavily favored in Vegas, like minus 150, so almost one to two odds that this, the NBA Finals this year was going to be Cleveland versus Golden State again. Like, it was a big favorite that that yeah. was going to be the matchup. And you look at hockey, the Predators, uh, he looked up some he looked up some stats for that. The Predators started the year off 25-1 to 1 to win it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you would have predicted Predators versus Ottawa or Predators versus Penguins in the Stanley Cup, I mean, you, your odds would have been substantial. But, I mean, basketball is just a different story. Yeah, it's a huge different story. And, and that's uh, upsetting to me, too, just because hockey – and that's why I think hockey is so much fun in the playoffs. Oh, all, it, it's yeah. one of the best sports to watch in the playoffs because it's so unpredictable in the terms of, of who's going to advance. Um, teams on, can have an off night at any time. It's, it's, such, it's such a more t- team-oriented game than basketball. Oh, yeah. And basketball, you got your superstar-driven league that yeah. whoever has the best player is going to win it. And that's just how it is. Hockey, I mean, look at look at Ovechkin. I consider him one of the best, if not the best. And he hasn't made the Stanley Cup Finals ever. Yeah. So it's it's super interesting and just the comparison of those two in, in themselves. But uh, not only that, uh, we have an Ottawa and Pittsburgh series going on right now. Yep. And... Uh, like like I said, Pittsburgh does have the firepower to come back, and they did. They clawed their way back to a three to two series lead. They just played today, and Ottawa took that game, so they will go seven games. Um, so you, right there, you have a game six series and a game seven series. Uh, whereas uh, basketball, basketball yeah, a four game series, and then most likely uh, going to be a five. five. Yeah, and and that's just that's just the difference. And oh, Warriors haven't even lost yet either. No, yeah, <laughs> they're undefeated same. throughout the whole playoffs. It's a, and it's it's crazy to think about. But back on to Ottawa, um, I, I hope we get a Nashville-Ottawa series. I think that would make uh, more fun. Probably won't get the TV ratings that everybody wants. Uh, Pittsburgh's a much more hockey uh, traditional team. Um, yeah. So And and they got the star power um, as far as the NHL goes. Um, Sidney Crosby's always somebody to watch. 
Um, and I think either way, it's going to be a, a good series for a Stanley Cup final. Um, Ottawa's on fire right now. They got a lot of young speed talent. Um, and I, th- I would love to see that match up against Nashville's uh, stout puck control. Um, and their blue line's insane too. So, um, and I, I think they, they both kind of match up in similar ways as far as, uh, Ottawa and Pittsburgh are very, very, play very similar styles, I think. So it'll be, it'll be a fun, uh, series to, to watch for the Stanley Cup finals and, uh, game seven's definitely going to be fun. There's nothing better than a game seven in any playoff. Doesn't get better than that, I agree. But, uh, moving into the NBA finals, which we are now on Boston and Cleveland, because they're going to Game 5. The other series is over. <laughs> yes, and Golden was... State did sweep the Spurs. No surprise. After Kawhi went down. I mean, I don't even know if they... They might have swept them without Kawhi. I know that Game 1, everyone says they would have won. But they were on fire before Kawhi got hurt. And, you know, maybe they would have come back in Game 1. Maybe. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> Someone has to have candy in the studio at all times, and that's Tony. Go I didn't want to Tony. make noise. I... <laughs> You just stared me down. The whole time I was just thinking of the scene in Big Daddy where he's like, don't wake the kid up. And, and he's, he's like, you know, a bag of chips. Yeah, and he's like slowly crunching them in his mouth. <laughs> That's what I just we just saw here in the studio. But let's jump back into basketball. Uh, yeah. Tony has some trolley candies and the gummy um, candies. And he's I like, like we, it's tradition, we like to get in the gummy candies and the final one was sitting right here and I respectfully... Did it as quiet as I could. I thought I did a good job. It just might have been a little and distracting. You stared into my yeah, eyes. Yeah, showdown with well, you stared into his well, soul while he was talking about the loss of because Kawhi I wanted to, I wanted to still be you listening. Wanted, no, so in case I had a you wanted to taunt him with what jump, you just did. Jump in. Like, no, I right. no because there was two left and I offered him one of them. Actually, I basically forced. Yeah, it was in my mouth as I <laughs> made my introduction. <laughs> anyway, okay, sexual. we're okay. Back to Kawhi. Yeah, back to the Golden State series that is over now. Uh, they will make their third consecutive finals appearance, um, tying Miami Heat, right? Because the what? Yeah, tying the, the Miami Heat for the most consecutive playoff appearances, heat, right? Their finals appearance? Yeah, the final. Heat. No, the Heat did it four times, but they oh, lost. Really? Okay, they lost twice. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Wait, what are we even? Is that a record? That, no, that, that was a stat I read. Um, oh. Yeah, the Warriors compared to LeBron. I mean, obviously, and Wade Heat. The Lakers won yeah. three in a row. The, oh, you know, like, you know what the was? It was the, yeah, I was going to say. The Celtics won like a thousand in a row in the 60s. Yeah. No one was keeping score back then. Yeah. Yeah, well, someone was. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, we predicted that. They were they were just the better team. They have, from top to bottom, uh, the matchup nightmare. So, San Antonio lost Kawhi, and they just lost the series immediately. They didn't have any heart. Uh, Ginobili's probably retired, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think we should talk a little bit about the Spurs. Like People are asking, what's their future? Yeah, no one knows. Is Ginobili's 40 if he's going he to come re- back. I think he just retired, didn't Today? he? Today? I don't know. About, I don't I don't know. know if it's been announced think, for think, sure, but he's the way he, they've been leaning towards it because I just saw stuff today that showed like Manu's top 10 moments, and then he yeah, like... Yeah, everyone thinks they he's talk, retired. They looked at him yesterday saying, like, Pop asked him, did you want to go in one final time? And I think he didn't want to. I think he was... Content yeah. maybe I mean, with Duncan didn't announce his retirement until like a month after the season. Well, that's, yeah, there's a the big difference. So. I think Pop's got those Spurs players. They're classy players. I think he's got them well. Where it's like you know they don't need to go out and make a big thing. Because honestly, if Duncan would have come out at the beginning of last year like Kobe did, yeah, and said I'm retiring, 
He would have gotten the same presence yeah. anywhere else. He would have gone to arenas his last game. He would have been given gifts like Jeter and like Kobe got, but yeah. he does. That's not Duncan's style. But, you know, uh, Garnett was the same way. He didn't yeah. retire until after he was done. And those are both yeah. uh, first ballot Hall of Famers yeah, too. I mean, absolutely. they're not even close. Uh, there's another uh, old time Spur that might have played his last game for the Spurs. That. David Robinson. Well, David Robinson played his last game in 2003. Uh, <laughs> Parker? Tony Parker yeah. has a pretty significant injury, and I was reading something about uh, there's a rule that if a player retires from injury, they can still get paid, but it'll be off the salary cap. And that would be big for the Spurs, being able to replace him. Um, one of the rumors for like the last three years is Chris Paul, who's desperate to win a championship. Yeah. We'll go take less money to play for someone, maybe not like $1 million, but if the Spurs can offer him a little bit more now if that happens. Do you think if, let's say Chris Paul does go to the Spurs, I mean, does that make, are they with Chris Paul a contender to beat Golden State in the West? I still don't think so. Oh, I, yeah. think, I think they would need to add another because player Because they'd be well. losing yeah. two guys, and they'd probably be losing Patty Mills as well. Okay. And maybe someone else who's a free Okay, but here's now. my other question. Let's say, I mean, you're a Clipper fan. I don't know how realistic this is, but I know a lot of those Clippers are in contract years or whatever. When what if Chris Paul, you know, was chatted with JJ Redick or someone and said, "Get over here with me." Then does I, that make them a contender if he brings one or two buddies with him? I don't know him? if the Spurs could swing that like with with, with the money. Well, if Chris Paul's uh, taking less money, JJ Redick's not I think that JJ, expensive. JJ Redick wants twenty million. I think he's this for how is, long? How many years? Four years is usually what you can sign. Okay, that's outside. five million a year. That's reasonable. No, 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 twenty million a year. Oh, geez, Louise! To, you to saw s- these contracts. To sit on the bench with her resting his bench? back. Well, he hasn't been hurt from his back in a while. He's always laying down yeah. on the ground. He, he wants his payday because this is his last chance. We're doing that. that on Saturday. So it's just, <laughs> yeah, it was actually today's NBA. The contracts are ridiculous, and it's really hard to sign anyone of value. Yeah. in free agency. So uh, that's why it's easy for Golden State to continue to dominate because it's just really hard for the good teams to get better. It's hard to catch up with them. Yeah. yeah. So, so even if the Spurs are able to maneuver around, they'll have their big three. They'll have a thin team. You just have to hope, like, Pop always finds random guys to contribute. But Yeah, because, I mean, with Golden State, too, like we were talking about, they're not that, in my opinion, and I think you said it, too, last podcast, they're not that deep. It's just that that first line is so good. Yeah. You know, with Thompson, but, Durant, Curry. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I saw, like, JaVale McGee's been one of the most productive players yeah. in the playoffs. They're so having far. guys like that, but I'm it's saying, just, like, when they come in after that, I mean, you're looking at guys like McCaw, like Ian Clark. I mean, those guys contribute. Yeah, but I mean. Because they play with other good players. So. But here's my other thing about that's true, too. But then also, when those guys are all coming in, it's all blowouts already, anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going against the, the also the B squad of the opposing team most of the time. But anyway, but okay, I was actually have a question for you guys as basketball fans. Do you enjoy that this is most likely going to be the third year in a row seeing Cleveland Golden State? Like, do you enjoy seeing that matchup, or do you Absolutely like? Absolutely not. Because I saw, I think it was Tyron Lue was said something not too long ago about how, oh, the fans, you know, this is this is what the fans want. They want to see Golden State Cleveland just like they wanted to see Boston mm. and the Lakers, uh, Boston and the Lakers in the eighties and stuff. My my viewpoint's a little different. Um, you do you do want to see this matchup? Just because of the star power that's in it. But at the same time, the journey to get to this yeah, matchup exactly. is I, just the worst. Yeah, right? it's not nearly and I don't of, like how they all got there. My biggest thing is I don't like that LeBron, how he had to like 
I mean, I know he Kyrie was already here, and like Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, what has he done too much? So, I mean, it's more been like LeBron and well, he's Kyrie. Definitely I mean, still really good. No, yeah. I know he is. I know he is. So, I mean, I guess okay. I will step back. Then I don't like how it's like his whole thing to go to Miami. How he did it. How bringing, he made it seem like it was a, like it was a holiday. And then Dwayne Wade and he has Dwayne Wade and Bo, or he has Bosch join him. He has teams up with Wade, and then how he did super that teams. in you Cleveland. Don't like super teams. And then I I really don't like. This is why I'm gonna cheer whether I like it or not. So I'm gonna I'm leaning more Cleveland. It's because I just hate the way Durant did it too. I wish Durant would have stayed in Oklahoma with Westbrook, and they could yeah. have tried to make something happen there because they were close last year. They were a game away for three games. And they yeah, Le- LeBron really changed the whole scope of the NBA when he decided to go to Miami. Well, I think it starts earlier Bosch. than that. But one thing on, and one more thing that I'll say that because the way you the way it reminded me of when you said that about with LeBron, how LeBron started all. Also, I, I was listening to this other guy too, and he was mentioning how the reason why these players, I think it was Colin Coward actually, how he was saying that the reason why all these players are making other super teams. Why Durant left that, and he said it's ultimately all because of LeBron. Because mm-hmm. here's LeBron, the big beast, the bad guy, pretty much. And it's like, okay, Oklahoma, he, Oklahoma couldn't beat him. You know, Durant couldn't beat him with Oklahoma. You know, Golden State beat him the first time, but then they couldn't beat him the last time. And then it's like, so Durant's saying like, okay, well, the only way I could probably do it is if I join this other team and try to be a more superpower team. So he's saying like the whole reason why the NBA is so like super team Lots and stuff is because teams. of LeBron James. Because everyone's... Because he's just he dominates the East, and uh, and you're you're right, Andy. It probably started before then, but I think LeBron is the first case of of when the player actually put it in their own hands. Where you know what I mean? Like they actually teamed up together to get together to to yeah. form the super team, and that's what that's what really changed the whole free agency period in my mind. Is because you're looking at players kind of getting together and wanting to play together and forming these super teams, where you you don't have the the luxury spots and other teams like Milwaukee. I mean, they're a good team built, you know, for through management, but they're not a desirable place to go play. You know what I mean? I think that doesn't matter as much if they had uh, a little more talent there and had the opportunity to sign someone. Like I said, that's the problem is that with the salary cap, if you're a middling team, you're probably still at the salary cap. You have to spend as much of the salary cap just to be mm-hmm. decent. And you have no chance. The reason like Cleveland was built was that they had nothing but Kyrie Irving that year and some draft picks. And so they were able to sign LeBron James for $30 million mm-hmm. while they had this young Kyrie Irving and they had draft picks they were able to trade for Kevin Love. And I should change so my wording just, on that. It's very hard to build that super team. Yeah, and I don't mean it as a desirable location as in like LA's desirable yeah. spot to go play. I mean it in a way as, do I want to go play for a Milwaukee Rather than than join the the San Antonio Spurs, you know what I mean, where they have that Greg Popovich already in place and they can join together and go after that championship. They're already a a, a built team, um, and and it just it's it sucks, especially as a Laker fan, because the young teams are the ones that are going to hurt the most, uh, just because you have more experienced players joining more experienced players, and that's the way it's going to go unless. You max out uh, an average player or above average player that shouldn't be maxed out and uh, get your veteran talent that way. And so that that's just my uh, problem with the free agency period and how and, and how really the playoffs are formed now. Um, you know, you have so many favorable teams that just coast through the playoffs and it's not fun to watch. Um, it's fun when they finally get to that 
final championship. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd be lying if I said last year's NBA Finals, that Game 7 was yeah. a very good game. Yeah. I mean, it was fun to watch. You know, when you had uh, the LeBron's chase down block, I think, on Iguodala or whatever, yeah, and then absolutely. Kyrie's... But it's probably three. easier for you, being a fan of a team that you know has no chance. Yeah, It that's hurts true. more if you're a fan of the Clippers or Toronto <laughs> or... Boston, Hawks. I guess. Right Boston, now. one of these teams that's they're pretty good, but like you know, like oh, they're still not good enough. Yeah. And you you know, it's like how are you gonna get better? How are you gonna get past those teams? Yeah, that's true. I mean, the you Lakers just, are at that spot right now where it's like they have to. They got a really young team. They're gonna. They already have the two pick this season. I mean, it's gonna be. You know, eventually, I just feel like eventually they're gonna have to sign a big name player. But even if they, they do, like to. there's been a lot of talk about oh, if Paul George goes there eventually, and it's like even if he did. I mean, that'll make them a playoff team, most likely. Like They're maybe not a compete. five or six seed, you know. But to get I, swept. Yeah, but they exactly like it's like I don't know. It would and be that's the issue, you know. though. I mean, and the, the, hopefully the NBA can kind of figure that out, find a way to yeah. kind of What's a big even out the whole. And like I said, where I said it came from before LeBron. It's just it's the culture of the NBA. There's so much pressure to win championship. That was his problem. Is LeBron. He was clearly the best new player, mm-hmm. but he hadn't won a championship in his first six years. And, and he then he finally ridiculed. got there he and he ridiculed. lost. He loses his first time there, yeah, too. Yeah, ridiculed in the media. Like, oh, so he just said... He panicked. No, he definitely... You know, he, I, he went and chased that ring. So yeah. they, it could be off his back. He so, gets it. And then he still ended up losing. Because what is he... He's been in the finals. Well, this will be his... Seven? seven I think this will be his seventh... It'll either be his eighth time, but I know for sure it'll be his seventh straight time. I don't know if there was ever a... Yeah. A gap in between one of the years. I don't think well, they, so. They went once when he was really young. Yeah, with Cleveland. Oh, that's yeah. right. He was swept by the Spurs. Okay, so this will then this will be his eighth time. And it, he's, Cleveland. what, I think three and four or something like that? Or four and that? Yeah, yeah, going into his eighth, yeah. Because he's lost to the Spurs twice, the Mavericks and the Warriors. And then he's beat the Spurs, he's beat the Warriors, and he's beat uh, whoever, else, Oklahoma. Yeah. So that's what the, the cycle repeated itself. Kevin Durant couldn't. Yeah, exactly, he went to one yeah. finals and lost and couldn't get back. And then they and blew the three one lead. I think Durant yeah. realized he's he's got to go. And I mean, I liked Durant a lot. I just wish I would have loved to see him win it with Oklahoma, just because I I do like Durant. I think I would love to see him win ring at Lexi Westbrook. I don't think anyone really. I mean, Westbrook just plays like he. There, there's something to be appreciated about loyalty. Um, yeah, exactly. Even though Westbrook is a can be crazy and talk nonstop. Um, he, he you can you can only appreciate his work ethic and his loyalty to Oklahoma City, and um, that's something the NBA lacks. And not only that, um, like we're saying, Golden State Cleveland is going to be a great series, but that's a series you want to see in maybe round one or two, you know. And you want you want every series to be like that. And I think that's why hockey playoffs are so yeah, appealing exactly. to me is because that's what it is. But that's all we have to say about the uh, playoffs. Um, anything on news, Dobby? We've got some uh, shitty stuff out of the uh, UK area that happened just last night. It was right. It was Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, out there. Yeah, a little uh, terrorist attack at the Ariana Grande concert at the Manchester Stadium. Uh, the reporting uh, it still could change. It's still pretty early, but uh, twenty-two seem to be killed, and as young as eight years old. And My God, wounded fifty-nine. And uh, one of the guys was a 22-year-old British-born college student. I'm not going to say his name, because fuck that guy. Um, but So 81 total victims. Shitty all in all. And uh, obviously the uh, 
dickheads in the Middle East took uh, credit. Uh, is is I like how uh, that comedian from Australia says it because fuck saying it politically. I, I agree, man. Yeah. Especially on something like this. I mean, I don't. I. It's never a good thing, obviously, to have a, a bombing at a concert or whatnot, but targeting an audience of Ariana Grande when it is a younger crowd, yeah, a bunch it's of kids, going yeah. to be a younger crowd. That's just how it is, um, is disgusting. And it, I mean, I'm not saying that if it was an older crowd, it would be any less disgusting. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah, exactly. But uh, at least... Everyone been so stoned and drunk they, at that concert. They wouldn't they, even know they've enough. all had that experience of life. And yeah. uh, to take that away from eight-year-olds and all that kind of and stuff... What's, is disgusting. It's unfortunate too because you get a lot of those kids. They're young. They don't understand like what's happening, why it's happening. It's like it's gonna the the, the people that were hurt, anyone that's gonna survive it. I mean, they're gonna it's oh, gonna suck because they're never gonna want to be in a concert again, let alone like any type of situation where you're like kind of in closed space. It's just gonna be yeah, that's gross. It like ruins you mentally too, not only physically. I I want to know how they brought it in. What was From the security detail? What it sounds like is that... We didn't get in. They were outside of yeah, the... Yeah, it was, outside, way. It was yeah. outside of the concert. Wow. Um, it sounds like near like a like a bar that was connected to so, the stadium. Oh. Uh, outside. So they weren't attending the concert. They were just outside of the no, concert. No, because, yeah, there's no way they would have gotten in with that. Stuff. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Cause right. I, cause Especially because the guy was suicide bomber, right? Wasn't well, one of them. Yeah, one, one suicide and one guy got away. Um... Obviously, there's a, there's a manhunt, uh, and this information could be wrong by the time they're hearing this, um, just because it changes pretty quickly out there. But yeah, one guy is still, I think, at large. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, man. This is a crazy world. Um, crazier things are happening by the day, and it's it's unfortunate. I don't know how is is thinks this is going to help them in their cause. It's disgusting. I don't see the point of it. Never will. Well, this stuff just. It's hard to stop. Like you said, you could have security. Oh, it's impossible. Like, what are you going to do? This is one person who, or two people, that I don't know what they use, but it's simple enough for two people to figure it out. doesn't require lots of money or no, lots no, of no, brains. No. Just go out there, find a crowd. It's just, it's... Well, and what was it, last week, did you see that uh, guy on, what was he on? He was on, a, like, heroin or some sort of drug, just mow down, like, yeah. uh, hundreds of oh, people. Oh, yeah, PCP. In, uh in Times Square, only one person I believe was killed, but that footage is online and it's Crazy. insane. So it's like, that was just with a, a Nissan or some bullshit car. It's like, you can do ungodly amounts of harm. I agree with what I think you were saying. Like, in a situation like that, when someone does something like that, they deserve to be, like, grabbed and put in the middle of the town and let the people of the city <laughs> of the, uh, do uh do it or whatever because you didn't you say something like that happened in well the people grabbed him out like he got out of the car and it was kind of just like loopy all over the place but it like, took a couple of seconds as it was a mob just grabbed him and just started kicking the shit out of him yeah but, I mean, they he was should. On whatever the hell but the cops PCP, like stopped so, that like, too he didn't feel anything it's crazy yeah it's it's a crazy world we live in it's only gonna get crazier man so that was the shitty news of uh of the week yeah, unfortunately, uh, rest in peace and to all those affected, uh, my condolences, our condolences. Um, it's never, never fun to talk about for sure. Any, any lighter news we have, uh, on the internets? Um, going, if we want to shift into entertainment, I've been watching Masters of None. <sighs> Masters of None, uh, my jam. I just want to say this season two is just phenomenal. I liked season one. It was entertaining. Season two has stepped it up to a completely different level. Um, looking at it on average on Rotten Tomatoes at a hundred percent. Wow, really? Um, for season two or the whole show? 
It looks like overall. Like it's just those seasons. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, doesn't matter. Oh, no, down here. They're both at 100. Okay. Oh, stick it in your ear, Andy. Um, <laughs> no, I was right then. What I, I like it, the season two, the, they're just experimenting with different little uh, styles of storytelling, and it, it's just, it's making it more than just a comedy. Yeah, I, I've always appreciated Aziz's humor. It's it's quick. It's it's funny. Um, season one, I really liked how he took topics and kind of uh, expressed those topics in certain ways. Um, and he does the same thing in season two, but with a it's almost a different art style in every episode. Absolutely. And uh, it's something I appreciate, man. I really enjoy it. Uh, the humor is great. The locations and the cast are great. Um, I mean, the acting is, is your typical 30-minute comedy. I mean, you're not going to get some Academy yeah. Award-winning acting, especially from oh, no. if he brings parents, in his own parents. His parents are awful, but his dad's actually pretty funny. With <laughs> yeah, him. I mean... His dad definitely could tell us where he got his sense of humor yeah, from absolutely. his dad's side of the family, because his dad just seems like he's a natural funny guy himself, and the mom just sits there with that blank face just waiting to, like have to yell at someone because I'm sure she's been put through hell through <laughs> with and those two girl with those two as you know as the family I'm sure it was chaotic there's like two or three other like Indian actors in it and I don't know if they're actual actors or not but they're pretty funny in their own way uh, yeah. the one at the uh, the dinner the dinner where yeah. she shows up in a tuxedo and yeah. I think one of them is, is his cousin I heard that he put his cousin in the show yeah I don't think it's this guy so, I think it's the better looking the one the cousin's like, probably you could be a probably, model the yeah it's one. probably that one right yeah. that you also said you didn't think his acting was his acting was awful yeah. too. I think it but it was like it's funny like I don't know it's a small show yeah. do, do these crazy and outlandish things and do it while you can yeah absolutely and and it's it's just funny. Uh, it's a lot. He hits a lot of pop culture, a lot of uh, big topics. Actually, uh, religions one, and uh, goes into more. But um, uh, my favorite, one of my favorites, was the dating app. Absolutely, just just because of the times we live in. That so was good. it was um, wildly really relatable too for a few single guys. <laughs> wildly entertaining. But uh, it's a great show. Check it out. Uh, I just finished it uh, a couple days ago. Uh, the last three episodes are phenomenal. So uh, definitely stick it through if if you're not liking it up to episode three or four. If you're not entertained, it's worth though, it's worth the wait. You're weird. I mean, yeah. the theft episode, the first episode, the first, was yeah. great. It's awesome. black and white, so I guess if you have ADD, you probably can't. And subtitles, that. but yeah, uh, <laughs> learn to read. But it's great. They're in Italy. Uh, I thought it was a phenomenal story too. Kind of a little sad, entertaining the whole way through though. Yeah, definitely, definitely highly recommended from uh, Tony Steak. Uh, we are coming into uh, movie season. Well, we might go back to Netflix. Oh, we'll go back to Netflix. Let's releases. hear it, Andy. What is there? We're going to do Netflix. Uh, the third season of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt also was released. So, so I never watched that. I don't know if anyone here has watched that. It's not for everyone, but uh, I think it was one of their first comedies okay. on Netflix. Uh, I'm not <laughs> caught up to it, but uh, if you have watched all two seasons... You know, season three is out. Sitting at ninety six on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. It's, it's uh from the people who did Thirty Rock. So if you like that show, just really quick, tons of jokes come at you. You're probably gonna miss most of them. And some people don't like that. Some people will like something a little slower, but I enjoy it. Uh, also coming out later this week is the third season of Bloodline. Has anyone seen that? It's it had an amazing season one, and I really feel like they should have ended the show, but they wanted to keep going. And to see, like, it was really, season one was this great mystery, 
and season two is about the fallout of the mystery, and now season three is really going to wrap it up. I feel it's a, it's a shortened season three, and I think it's going to be over. Uh, here's my question for you, Andy. I haven't seen this, so pardon my ignorance, but Bloodline season 180, season 250, they don't have yeah. a score for season three yet, but yeah, the audience so has this 88. Yeah. And we actually said in the last episode, you can't really judge by the critics anymore. Well, Rotten so, Tomatoes, is their TV scores are kind of... They gave rock. They gave. They gave masters another. Well, I'm not saying they're wrong on the 100. percent I'm saying that they're new to the TV review game. They are. Okay. That's but fair. Um, speaking on new uh, shows and new seasons coming out, um, if you are a fan of Making a Murder, um, I know I got into that show pretty well. There is a new television series from Netflix called The Keepers. Uh, this one revolves around, uh, I believe, a Catholic church and a nun. That goes missing, and uh, I think it's just the story of how involved the Catholic Church was in covering it up. And and uh, when does that take? When did that take place? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the whole synopsis of it, but um, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a murder mystery, and yeah. um, it's a, just a, a crime investigation yeah, just show. Talking about the bad stuff that goes on in churches, whether people want to this. Believe uh, it or not. I heard about from you, Carter. Uh, I watched about five minutes of it. And I was actually. Hooked immediately. Really? The intro was very entertaining and just attention-grabbing. And awesome. looking at it, the audience and the uh, score guys, 93%. Wow. So, so yeah, I was, I was planning on actually uh, getting into that tonight, so hopefully uh, I'll How many have some more to is talk about. Is it? I think, uh, when I looked, I think it was six or seven. So, um, it's it's like seven. And each one's an hour. It's so. seven it's based on like a true story of a nun that was what, confronted? Uh, a nun that no. goes missing and... A deeper dive into the unsolved murder of a nun and the mysteries that surrounded her death decades later. Because she went against, like she was saying how I think Priest was doing bad stuff or whatever. Like she yeah, claimed he was sure. abusive, I think. I think I was, I was reading the description on the other day on Netflix and I think it was like saying something along the lines of Priest was being uh, abusive in the church, whether it was towards them or kids or whoever. And I think she came out and said something, and then next thing you know, that's all it takes, and then next thing you know, you're missing. Yeah. Well, Making a Murder was such a big show. Uh, it took the freaking country and world by storm. Didn't take me. Um, yeah, a lot. some people didn't like it, but uh, I, I, I loved it. I think the season two is going to be dropping pretty soon, too. I'm not sure. What What is the update on that guy? Is it like they're... Um, they're still going through the process. He has a new legal team that's supposed to be one of the best for... Um, getting back in the courtroom and getting acquitted for crimes. It's crazy how much influence like a documentary can have on something like that because Insane. there was that thing back in the, I forget if it was like the seventies or whatever about those. I saw that it's called paradise lost. It was on Amazon yeah. and it's about those kids that got, conf were, you know, that got accused of murdering those three boys. And, uh, they spent, you know, all these years in jail from their, late teens, like I think there was like eight, 16, between 16, 18, whatever. And they finally got out when they were in their forties, basically because of this Netflix document or not Netflix, but because of this documentary. And it was like it people like Johnny Depp, the Dix Dixie chicks, they were all very involved in it. And it was crazy. Cause I think, I don't know, it was just a crazy story. And it's like, you know, you find out that it's like, even you had some of the parents of the children that were like, Oh, it was these boys. And then years later, you know, they're coming out saying like, I know for sure it wasn't them. Like yeah. it ended, you know, there was, it's crazy. Revelations happen, you know, um, and evidence can be tarnished. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's the same with that podcast from a couple years ago. Like uh, this is a direct call from Anad Syed or whatever the hell his name was that 
Anyone the Baltimore the Martyr? Serial. Yeah, serial podcast. Wow. That was entertaining too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think cops did a great job in the eighties. Like <laughs> So, well, yeah, times have changed a lot because like, yeah. I remember watching that uh, the documentary about the paper boy that went missing and they talked about how back in the 80s, if your kid went missing, they the police it couldn't actually even be a police report until it was after like 48 or 72 hours because it was just be like, oh, he's just, run, he's a runaway yeah. as opposed to like, okay, now it's actually like a missing child now case. Now it's, I think, 21 minutes before you yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, really. It's just kind of crazy that it wasn't you know, sooner, but yeah. So let's jump into movies this week coming out Friday. we got some big ones. I believe got Baywatch and pirates of the Caribbean. Dead what, what, men yeah. tell no tales. That's the, ride, first, yes. that's the ride. If nobody knew. Yeah. Is it the ride? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it says in the beginning. Did I sound like a dead pirate? Cause I mean like, no, that's why Johnny well, uh, Depp was on the ride. The other day. Yeah. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he wasn't on it, but he was. He must in have been it. bored, though. He's just in there. Uh, he probably he got was... paid five million dollars. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think, they, up. I think they probably true, did. Actually. They probably did like a little, like a, like a, snippet video, you know, of of it and all that, and probably a charity thing or something. Yeah, like it's good for his rep. The whole deal. He was Amber Heard. Kind of hurt him for a minute there. Yeah. Heard him. Heard him. You see what he did there, guys. Uh, but let's go into Baywatch really quick because I'm already on that one uh, at Metacritic. Thirty-eight percent. So I'm still going to see it because on that one, so. okay. Well, it's at a thirty-eight. So it's like out of hundred. So it's a thirty-eight percent. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Very, not percentages. Well, so a, very, a very it's bad a score. F. I turned that into a percentage. Um, uh, I'm going to see it just on the fact that it has Alexander Daddario running in a red bikini uh, or a red onesie, whatever yeah, you want to call it, one piece. Well, the previews kind of looked good to me, so well, I'm, I'm still it interested. It has The Rock run it, running. <laughs> Zach Efron? Yeah. One of those refrigerators. You can get a beer out of it. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah, that's kind of upsetting. I, I was looking forward to that. Um, I'm still going to see it. Just yeah. to get my own opinion. Sometimes, sometimes everybody rushes to kind of critique the movie so quickly that uh, it lowers the score so much. But then people that actually want to enjoy it and have um, lower expectations kind of get surprised. Yeah. So. Well, when I'm looking at a comedy, I want to see not just who's like on screen, but who's behind the camera, who wrote it, and I don't even know who's making this movie. But or you've got to see like who are, are the stars. Like, good comedy people. Zac Efron's been in good comedies, but, like, he's had good writing behind him. The Rock is hilarious sometimes, but he's not a a writer or anything, so... Yeah. Seth uh, Seth Gordon directed it. He directed Horrible Bosses, the first one, which... Oh, yeah. I, thought, I, just, I, I thought, thought Horrible Bosses was good. Probably just a competent comedy director. And, I mean, that had legitimate comedy stars in that oh. movie to rely on, like... So they can improvise whatever. Yeah. Writers, there's, you know, 12 people getting credit yeah. because of the show and all that crap. But uh, uh, huh. Damien Shannon. Big name. Friday the 13th. Friday versus Jason. Okay. When's that oh, okay. Watch. When's that coming? Really? So he did two <laughs> bad that? horror movies? <laughs> he wanted to... You guys, he was trying to find a new avenue, all right? Don't, don't talk him down. <laughs> he was over horror. He wanted to get into comedy. Who? Okay, and uh, Mark Swift, who was the other guy, I was like, well, maybe he did it. No, he uh, actually helped his, his do partner. Friday the 13th and Freddy vs. Oh, Jason. Oh, wow, so. okay. So this well, it's should, quite the transition. It takes two bozos to write those, I guess. Yeah, all right. So, 
Well, I'm I'm still gonna see it. Hopefully, yeah. it's good. Um, I'm sure there'll be funny parts. Uh, yeah, I wasn't was... expecting a spectacular movie to begin with. I was expecting a funny, entertaining movie, and that's what. You yeah, want. and as Tom said, there's other reasons to watch that movie besides you know the comedy. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> gonna be some nudity. I think. I mean, no. David Hasselhoff right. wasn't cracking me up. You can get that from the rating. It's Baywatch. They wear bikinis, not yeah. topless. Uh, if you want to see Alexandra Daddario naked, she has a nude scene in True Detective. <laughs> there you go. The first season, the good season. She hooks up with Woody Harrelson. Lucky guy. Mr. Skin over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling at him right now if you couldn't tell. <laughs> going into... <laughs> about nine and a half minutes in. I'm kidding. About going Are in... you? It's like 38. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's, yeah, let's I don't even know the episode it is. It's probably episode three. Wow. <laughs> let's go into uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, though. That's the uh, the big one, I think, for the the weekend memorial. You know what? Weekend. I couldn't give a shit about. Really? Like, I think the last. How many are there? Seven are there four right now. Uh, this is gonna be five. I liked the first one, and well, then first I, one, I, first one I didn't really need to see any of the others. I, I don't hate know if I have seen any of I like the. I, I like Spies Orlando Bloom. Okay. He's a boy. I. It's because what he did in Troy. He was yeah, in Troy and he's that in there. Cut, yeah, and that did tarnish your yeah, hair, his little jerry curls, like, flicking, flicking the bow, yeah. Killing Brad Pitt. Oh, pissed me right off. And yeah. that's where I lost him. Yeah. Doesn't help seeing him Isn't uh, he court side at a Victoria's Secret Festival. Kind of an asshole What redeemed me is I'm a big what? Lord of the Rings fan, so Legolas helped me with that. I've never, never heard anything negative about him, actually. Actually, I do like Legolas. But I haven't heard anything positive about him, so. There you go. Whatchamacallit? I liked when I would play the Lord of the Rings video game with my friends. I was always Legolas. Anthony's a big Orlando Blue fan. You know what I did hear about him, actually? He got that nice waitress fired because she had sex with him. She made sex to Orlando. And uh, she got fired for some. She, some she was. She definitely sounds like a nice waitress. Yes. He apologized. That's oh, all he he did. So he's a nice guy. Is he? Yeah, he should have said, "Give her a job back." I apologize. I don't know if he's got that much power. Yeah, like, well, hire five grand there probably. Um, Where is this like Arby's or something? Yeah, you, a waitress at Arby's. You could easily, I'm sure she was a looker. And beef and cheddar. Easily drop that on the yeah a bowl rack. This is the the fifth. Uh, movie of the Pirates of the Caribbean is he series. Still in those movies? Uh, he okay, wasn't. Stop. He was in the first three. Uh, the fourth one he was not in, and I don't they see brought him this one. They oh, he is in. This brought one. him back for this one. This is. Um, and and that's what really got fans excited. I think um, potentially, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. Kira Knightley is back as well. Yeah, she, she is. Not, yeah. She is. She is. They're all the way down though. So. Wow. Okay. So maybe there's smaller roles. Um. But he does have Javier Bardem, and yeah, he's, I'm he's all awesome. About that. He's, he plays a great villain in everything he does. Yeah. I think we said that last podcast, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this movie. Um, I did I did enjoy the first two, the third and fourth. I really didn't care. They were entertaining, um, so I, I didn't have anything bad to say about them. But they were there were some bad memories. But, oh yeah. boy, he had. I went to see. Experience. I think it was the third one, and problem number one, it wasn't that good. But problem number yeah. two. Got out of the movie theater and my friend couldn't find his car. Oh, he wow. probably wandered the wandered the lot <laughs> for about. Dude, where's my car? He wandered the lot for about an hour and we realized that car was gone. Wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. story. <laughs> and like this was think, like pre Uber. <laughs> you think a pirate stole it? I might. It might have been Jack Sparrow came <laughs> Jack back. Sparrow from the, well, what ended up happening? Like, he was like he stranded in that like out. desert world or something. I don't know. I wasn't even high, but I felt like I was high watching that movie. Yeah, maybe. Okay, no, what happened to the car? No, the car was gone. Well, I understand that. It got obviously, stolen. Like, what happened? Who knows? You it, still don't know what happened. They out there. Stolen. You're joking. It, it got no, stolen out of the movie theater. Looking for that car. He never found his car. No. 
You report it stolen, oh and it's up gosh. to the police to find it. You don't go, like, searching for it. How do we know it didn't get towed? I think you would have found out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> How the tow company would find out. Did, yeah. Is that their job? They call you up and say, like, you no, they, your car? No, they have to tell the, the whatever facility it's at um, what they're towing and all that stuff, so they have oh. all the information. But they also have so, to have signs in place in the lot. If yeah, you're not going to tow someone out of a movie theater yeah. either. Like, well, well you're not yeah. supposed to park here. Like, of course you were in a real park. parking spot, right? Yeah. They park on the sidewalk, I think. <laughs> I don't get how your car was stolen. Well, God. It wasn't mine, but... This <laughs> is buddies. Uh, people break in and they take it. But, uh, so they hotwired it. I don't know. He wasn't I didn't there ask them. them. <laughs> Wait, in the movie theater had no surveillance, like, cameras in the parking lot? Of like, oh, there go, oh, yep, that's my car, bye. I don't know, this is a long time ago, maybe oh, not. Gonna this gonna is all his friend, Anthony. This was, when did that movie come when out? When you get a time machine, you can go back yeah. to when Andy's friend's I car was still stolen. have that footage. <laughs> what if that car is still there, just a space over that yeah. I forgot? Yeah, I think it was like a 98 or something, so it could still be in existence. Yeah. No, it's, Pirates 3 was 2000, what, 2004, 2005? No. Sure. The third one? Yeah. The first one was like 2003. 2001, I think. No, I saw it in theaters in like 7th grade. Really? So, so oh, this is getting Somewhere going into 7th grade. Damn, this is getting depressing. So I think like 2002 was the first one. Come on, you gotta get this timeline going. I'm going. Uh, what's the third one? Is it Dead Man Chess? Yeah. 2006. So the, what was the first one? 2003. Damn. Right. Three years in a row. Wow. 2007. For the fourth one? For the third one. What? What? Oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, yeah, the that's the one. second one? At World's End is the third one. Okay, the third one, yeah, that's 2007. Okay. 2007. Oh. Um, Might have been then. Going back to the latest one that's coming out Friday, <laughs> before we had a little tangent there. Oh, that has a meta score of 49%, percent, Andy. Percent. Damn. If you want to say it that way. I'm going to say it that way, because it's out of a scale of 100. Again, I, I still want to see it. I'm going to see yeah. it. I already bought my ticket, but... uh. But uh, I just I'm gonna go in with an open mind, not expecting much now. Um, you know, and it's it's the fifth installment of a franchise. Yeah, like how say, how, yeah. how much can you expect? Um, I just want an entertaining movie with all the familiar characters. I think they're actually trying to set this up for more sequels. Oh boy! Oh, of course, well, yeah, Disney doesn't Disney. have enough money. Well, it's um, Disney. They're gonna milk this for all it's worth. Yeah, and and I read somewhere that this is supposed to be Johnny Depp's last one. Um, which oh, is yeah, because it might cost forty million. But, well, but they just made a Tim Burton movie. They, well, they did bring those younger actors in, so maybe they're trying to do a spinoff with them. Oh um, yeah, isn't like the Orlando Bloom's son? It's supposed to be Orlando Bloom's son. Yeah, that's that's what's start. rumored. We'll see. Jacksonville Bloom. It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I'll know more after I see. It's it. not his actual Before. son in the movie. His character son. <laughs> True. <laughs> bring your kid to the work day. Um, but yeah, is there uh, any other movies out this week? Worth it? No, uh, there is another sad note. Roger Moore died today. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you don't know, uh, he was in seven James Bonds as James Bond. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best James Bond. Bond out there. He was James Bond. In a lot of them, and they were the mostly gun, silly. Spy Who Loved Me, yeah. For Your Eyes Only. Live and Let Die was, it might still be my Live favorite Bond movie. One. It's silly, it takes place so in the South. So that just happened? It happened today. And uh, he was 89, died in Switzerland. Um, Had a good run. He was still he was still filming uh, a Troll Hunters. It's a cartoon movie. He was a voice. It's not a porn, Tony. I think it's a Netflix thing. 
Our buddy just went troll hunting and he caught one. This yeah. last <laughs> no one will understand that. <laughs> they will. Our friends will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember watching these movies with my dad. Like those were some of the best bonds. I I think. Even yeah, like you said, they're a little silly, but they're still pretty damn good. I think he was. I'm trying to do the math. He was like already in his fifties doing those movies, where it's like. He was not Daniel Craig. He was not this. No, it was definitely a, a young, believable style action watch. star. He was just like lanky. You know, he wasn't man. ripped doing flips yeah. and a thousand push-ups a day. Well, he, was, he didn't need to be back then. But yeah, he just threw back a couple of. He could men. ski. Though. He just needed the ski. The charm. Spy who loved me. I think it was that one where he skied like crazy. Yeah, but yeah, that was a a little bit of a bummer, but um, unfortunate. Nothing else really coming out. Uh, Anyone who likes Buena Vista Social Club, that's a great album from a oh, I have human one more band. Movie, uh, no, you don't. Yes, yes uh, I do. It's called Adios, and that's coming out in limited theaters. This week. <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary. What's the last movie, Andy? Uh, I saw that uh, the the young actor who will be playing Spider Man in uh, this summer's new Spider Man movie. Uh, he's been cast in the Uncharted movie. Oh, a fan God. of the uh, I read video that game well. series. Uh, they've been trying to make this movie for years. And Andrew Garfield? No. Okay, you're no. way in the past. Tom though. Holland. Oh, I don't, the Tom, new Spider-Man. We'll the talk Spider-Man. about it later. Don't come on, June. Yeah, tell me about Myers, but you, uh, you'll see him soon. But, but uh, this I, was a great idea to cast a young guy rather than try to find someone to play the video game character. So you could just find a guy who play the 19 year old version of that character. Yeah, I read that too. Um, at first, I was a little skeptic. Um, because of that, I was hoping he was just the young version of Nathan Drake. I'm not sure what kind of story they'll go. I mean, the games in themselves are, are movies in a, in a way. But uh, they're really good games, and uh, hopefully they can make a good movie out of it. Uh, I think Tom Holland's a good actor. We'll see in Spider-Man. But um, hopefully it turns out yeah, to be good. Maybe they can make a good video game movie someday. Someday, because Assassin's Creed didn't cut it. No. Tom Holland is not the guy from that Amazon show about the country club. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, as many times Wait, as I have I seen that Amazon that. show. I like that show. I thought it was the same guy. No. Who's, uh, I don't know what show that is. So. Wait, who are you talking about? Let me see the guy's face. It, I just looked it up. It's not him. Okay. It looks like him, though. No. I don't know if this guy's been in like anything but Spider-Man. Him. I, uh, I mean, he was in Civil he's, War last year because of he was in uh, The Impossible. Mm-hmm. Must have been a movie about Kim Possible because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen it. But um, yeah, I mean, hopefully Spider Man turns out to be good, and hopefully he can portray Nathan Drake well. But um, that wraps up our entertainment, and I believe our podcast. Uh, yeah. You can catch our weekly episode next week. Uh, we have also a summer movie preview coming out. For a podcast, podcast, sorry, podcast, and then um, <laughs> and also please check out our Stranger Things podcast, our Stranger Danger team. Which isn't even out yet, I don't believe. It, but it's coming out soon. soon. And keep your eyes uh, open for it. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Coach Carter VP. I'm on uh, Instagram Dobby Von Dobbers. I'm also on Instagram at Tony's Cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tony's cats. Tony's cats. Send out your cat pictures to Tony. (laughs) Please. He had one beer. No, Tony cats. Tony cats. That's it. With a K, right? With a K. With a K. K. Let's see who Tony's cats is. (laughs) Andy, you have any plugins? I don't exist. All right, Andy. You can uh, send telegrams to Andy. (laughs) We, we, yeah. Western Union. (laughs) 
Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Tony's cats. <laughs> you don't know your own handle? It's because... <laughs>